This week's Pharmacy Magazine in Conversation with Podcast is sponsored by Aranix Sildenafil 50mg from Dr. Reddy's. Hello everyone and welcome to this edition of Pharmacy Magazine's In Conversation with Podcast series. My name is Richard Thomas and my guest today is Janice Perkins. Janice recently stepped down as superintendent pharmacist at Well Pharmacy after 20 years, but she is chair of the Community Pharmacy Patient Safety Group. And we're going to be talking about patient safety today. Towards the end of last month, the group held a virtual conference with the title, What Can Pharmacists Learn from the Red Arrows About Patient Safety? We played an extract of the interview on last week's Talking Pharmacy podcast, which, by the way, had over 2,000 downloads, which is fantastic. The conference programme was really interesting, including sessions on how Lloyd's Pharmacy reduced amitriptyline, amlodipine, lookalike, soundalike errors by over 75%, and examined the links between kindness, compassion and patient safety. Speakers included Victoria Steele, Superintendent Pharmacist of Lloyd's, Dr Chris Turner, who is a consultant in emergency medicine and a pioneer of the Civility Saves Lives campaign, and former Red Arrows pilot, Mike Ling. The conference is available to view on demand at pharmacysafety.org. And I asked Janice to pick out some of the highlights and key take-home messages, which you'll hear in this interview. But I started by asking about the work of the Community Pharmacy Patient Safety Group and wondered what exactly can pharmacists learn from the Red Arrows about patient safety? Hi Richard and thanks for the opportunity to come on the on the pod. Um, so I know that some of the listeners won't be aware of the Community Pharmacy Patient Safety Group um, but just to give you a little bit of background. We started um, at the end of 2014 and we're actually a group of people who are very passionate about patient safety uh, but we're also the Medication Safety Office officers for the largest multiple organisation. So anybody who is a company that has over 50 pharmacies um, has the opportunity to appoint a medication safety officer and they can be part of the of the group. We were actually mandated to be medication safety officers by NHS England who had issued an alert around that time. Uh, but what was important to us was to say actually just issuing an alert doesn't really make a huge difference. So we wanted to meet and get together and share knowledge and and expertise. So we've got the the 19 largest organisations, but we've also got the MPA, Newmark, AIM and Pharmacy to You. So we all meet collectively. We meet every month for an afternoon um, and we talk about anything that can make a difference to patient safety. Um, Obviously, dispensing errors can form quite a big part of that. However, I think it's important that we focus on patient safety being wider than just dispensing errors. So we think about the person behind the prescription, but also the person behind the service, the OTC sale or the advice, because pharmacy is much more than about dispensing. And we need to remember that in terms of patient patient safety. So the conference was an opportunity really for us to share what we've been thinking about and what we've been doing, but also to try and bring a different perspective to patient safety. And we wanted it to be a conference where when people went away, they thought I could do something with that information. I could build that into my practice because actually if you're not going to make a difference and use the information you get, then it becomes a bit a bit pointless 
one of our principles is about reporting, learning, sharing, acting and reviewing, and that underpins everything we do. And we frequently say there's no point in just reporting an incident. Reporting it per se doesn't make any difference. It doesn't really improve safety. It's what you do with that information. So that was the concept behind having a conference that says, let's try and get pharmacists to think a little bit different and broader, more broadly about patient safety. Let's give them some food for thought with some people outside of pharmacy also talking about pharmacy because pharmacists like nothing better than to be talking to other pharmacists, but it's great to learn from other sectors. Um, And let's just see if we can get people to think a little differently and go and make small changes to their practice. And that's really, you know, where this came from. So what about the, the red arrows then? How can pharmacists learn from the red arrows about patient safety? An intriguing title. Well, it certainly is. Uh, Mike Ling is a former Red Arrow um, and has been involved in the in the RAF. And really, um, there's lots of analogies between aviation and patient patient safety. And the bit that he focused on in his um, presentation, and you'll be able to watch the recording on our, our website, was around the importance of high performance teams, about trust, and also about the importance of having a just a just culture. Um, he showed a fabulous video and then he talked through how complacency can sometimes slip into what you do and you could see the analogy maybe to that in community pharmacy or any aspect of pharmacy really we are sometimes doing very similar things so he focused on how that continual improvement constantly reviewing what you've done um, and you'll see in the in the video that he showed some pictures of where they'd taken a they review a video of every display that they do in the red arrows and then they analyze it and see what could have been done differently and um, was there anything that could potentially have caused an issue in the in the future so a bit like a near missing community pharmacy so the analogy is between discussing and reviewing when something goes wrong learning from that looking at what might be a warning indicator for future and he gave a very powerful analogy where he actually had a had a crash and actually when the investigated it just some sloppy things had had come into practice that had then ultimately resulted in something going going wrong so it reminded me of the benefit of us having patient safety huddles the importance of near misreporting and actually how it's a team it's a team effort patient safety is a team effort not only within the pharmacy but also between the pharmacy team and other healthcare professionals so there was a huge number of analogies that he drew out and a really exciting video for anybody who has to want, wants to have a watch because we all love seeing the red arrows flying in in sequence with all the colored air coming and smoke coming out of the planes it's um, really quite quite thrilling yeah we, we we do like to see that and i think i i've, <laughs> I've heard mike ling um speak at a conference before he, he he's an excellent speaker and that's a very interesting perspective, isn't it? Um, to listen to, to safety from someone who spent, you know, was it over 20 years as, as an, uh, mm-hmm. flying the red arrows. So that is yeah. definitely something for, the, uh, for, for our listeners to look yeah. out for. Yeah. One thing I perhaps should add is that he uh, focused significantly in his um, presentation around the importance of owning up to your error. So when they do what they call this hot wash up straight after um, a display, they're all expected to point out what they know they did wrong. 
if indeed there was anything wrong. Um, and they have within the Red Arrows and in, uh, I believe within all of aviation, they are, have worked hugely over the years um, on a just culture, which is something that we're obviously working on within within pharmacy, about being open and trans- transparent in everything that you do, but also about being able to talk about mistakes, admit something's gone wrong without fear of reprisal. Um, and obviously there's a huge amount of trust in a display team like the Red Arrows. You know, your, your safety is partly down to you but you are also responsible for the safety of everybody else in that in that group um so having the right culture and trust not necessarily about having to say that everybody gets on brilliantly as friends but you have to have that that professional rapport and that just culture underpins you know what they do and should be what we want to aspire to underpin everything that we do in pharmacy yes um, and what other conference highlights uh, were there you had dr chris turner there didn't you who's a, a consultant i think in emergency medicine mm-hmm. and he, he was talking about the impact of rudeness or incivility on patient care yes uh, and that's a fascinating area isn't it and what, what did he have to say um, so, so Chris has done a huge amount of work and is, is renowned for his work on um, civility saves lives. The angle that he brought to the conference was really to focus on how important it is that pharmacists and pharmacy teams look after themselves in order to keep their patients safe. So unless you're at the top of your game, unless you're looking after yourself properly, then you are potentially maybe creating um you know, a risk to the people that you are looking after. Um, he focused on the importance of the relationship with your line manager. Um, and again, coming back to high performance teams, um, it was really powerful for, for me, the fact that um, kindness does matter um, and words and gestures can have a huge impact on how a team is operating and also reduce their their capacity to take on to take on more. One highlight for me was he talked about toxic resilience. And that's a new phrase that I haven't personally heard before. And it was really powerful. We do hear a lot about resilience. And it's, it's almost promoted as a badge, you know, we've all got to be more resilient. Uh, we have to have training on resilience. Uh, but resilience does come from within, but doesn't mean that people have infinite capacity to just do more. Um, And actually, it can be harmful if you just keep absorbing more and more and feeling that you have to be more and more resilient. Um, And if somebody um, is struggling, then it shouldn't be seen as a a criticism. We all have limited capacity and that will vary between individuals. And just doing courses on resilience doesn't necessarily help us add value or keep patients safe. He encouraged us to all look at the situations that we operate in as well, because often resilience is about um, teams taking on the burden of when something might be wrong in the system. It's not always about the people who are working in the system. Sometimes it can be about the system in which which they're operating in. Um, And that theme of keeping people safe, doing the right thing, having a high performance team run throughout the the whole the whole conference, and it's certainly worth a, a watch um, and food for thought because we all have impact on people in the teams, whether we're a, a, an official line manager or somebody leading a small team. Whatever our role is, we will have a huge impact on the other people within the team that we operate, and we shouldn't underestimate how. Um, a kind word and a gesture in the right place, but also those things not being there can impact on the team's um, effectiveness, but also the impact it can have on patient safety. Uh, what an interesting concept, toxic resilience. 
Uh, I hadn't heard of that. Very pertinent, Janice, isn't it? With pharmacies workload increasing all the time and and unlimited capacity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very very interesting. Um, what do you think then were, were your main take home messages um, from the conference? So, so for me, the take home messages were, and I've always been a, a big fan of the power of the team, but it's about how you utilize your team and the skills that they have to actually help keep patients safe. Nobody is more important in a team than anyone, any one person. Um, Mike did draw out for for us. He has a had a position in the Red Arrows at one point where he was Red Ten. Now there's nine. Uh, planes that fly in formation. Red 10 is the pilot who's on the ground monitoring and con- and controlling the, the display and feeding back to everybody. And there was an analogy for there for me uh, with the pharmacist who's the clinical leader of that team. Um, but being the clinical leader doesn't mean you're more important. So it is about everybody in the team playing their their part. Um, the key thing went across every part of the conference was about openness and honesty, speaking up, having these conversations, learning from what's gone on, sharing with other people and this continual improvement. Um, we're always going to get things wrong um, and it's not it's not a bad thing. We all learn from mistakes. That's the important thing, to learn from it. Um, we can never make pharmacy totally totally risk-free but what we can do is learn from what's um, happened and improve it and can be on a continual cycle of improvement yeah let's pick up on on that point Janice I mean there's been a lot of awareness work and learning as you say and improvement work done in done in recent times to Im- improve patient safety in pharmacies and lots of people have, be, have been involved in this employers um, you know from, very well from your, your time at Well, um, other professional bodies, the PDA, pharmacists themselves. Are community pharmacies safe places? Yes, I think, I mean, community pharmacy has a great track record of patient safety. However, we do a huge volume of prescriptions. We provide significant numbers of services. So inevitably, there will be some things that go wrong. We're all human beings and human beings make make mistakes. So yes, there are things that go go wrong, but the majority of things go right. And one of the things we need to focus more on in, in pharmacy is talking about what's gone right what we've done well than than necessarily just what's gone gone wrong we can learn as much from what went right as what went wrong and we should build that into our our thinking um but patient safety is broader now than dispensing incidents and we need to remember that you know some of the work that we do in patient safety is around safeguarding is around online access to medicines is about the different safety uh, features that we might need to think about in terms of service provision and certainly we've all had to adapt what we've done during the pandemic uh, thinking about the changes that we've had to make during during covid and all of those have had to be risk assessed from a patient safety perspective but also from a safety of our colleagues perspective and it's a fine a fine balance that we have to that we have to you know meet as we work work through these challenges and that's the power of the group because we're working through those collaboratively and collectively sharing our experiences and harnessing the power of all the great minds in that room um, to come up with practical solutions that will work for everybody yes and being open and sharing practical solutions is, is so important isn't it in, in improving patient safety and engendering a, a patient safety culture in pharmacy so that that's really important work I think that the group is involved with 
Right, finally then. Uh, now, I mentioned right at the start of this segment, Janice, you've now retired, recently retired as pharmacy superintendent as well, and your deputy, Ifti Khan, has taken over. But I know you're not going to be idle, knowing you as I do. So what, what's next for you, Janice Perkins? Yeah. So, yes, it's an exciting time. Obviously, I mean, I had a fabulous time being the superintendent at Well, um, and it's mixed emotions. I'm really uh, sorry to leave Well. However, it's also a great opportunity for me to go on and look at making a difference in other in other ways. So whilst officially people are saying that I've retired, I don't <laughs> see myself as, as retired. I'm going to do other things to contribute to, to the profession. That's always been one of the fundamental principles that, you know, make me who I am is that I think it's really important to give back to the the profession so I'm really excited that I'm going to be chairing the the community pharmacy expert advisory group for the RPS and they will be advising the the national boards and that's a great opportunity to bring people from all different backgrounds in community pharmacy together different ages experience cultures everything you know feeding into the into the mix so that we can provide that advice and support to the boards and hopefully you know continue to make a difference um but i'm i'm up for supporting anybody with anything i am already doing some stuff with the nhs because i was involved in some short life working groups prior to leaving well and i'm continuing that work and i'll be continuing to chair the safety group for the next couple of months before i hand over to the to the next next chair so um lots of things going on i mean pharmacy is such an exciting time at the moment yes there's lots of challenges but we are at the cusp of getting involved in so many different aspects i think there's changes to the structure of the nhs give us fantastic potential and opportunity to truly show what community pharmacists can do so i'm really looking forward to helping and supporting anybody that i can uh, with with anything that they think i've got the skills to the skills to do i suspect i'll be busier than busy than ever um i'm sure but i would just i would just like to to finish by giving um, a plug for our patient safety culture yes please do uh, survey which is going to be going out the, the details will be on our website we'll also be tweeting it and putting it on linkedin but the recording of the conference if anybody would like to watch it and it is in in small chunks so you can pick up on different bits is available on the website at pharmacy safety.org so easily found and again we'll be promoting that and hopefully um you you at pharmacy magazine will be promoting this for us as well because we want to get those those videos out to as many people as possible so that they can they can share and learn which is the principle of the the group absolutely yes we we've done a report on it which will be going in our uh, a july issue and we will certainly um signpost our readers and our listeners uh, to the website so they can see the conference um and here about what was uh, spoken about for themselves. So, Janice, thank you so much. And we wish you all the best in your, your future endeavours. Um, congratulations on a, a long and very successful career at Welp. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thanks, Richard. My thanks to Janice Perkins there, and good luck to Janice in her future endeavours. A reminder that the Patient Safety Conference can be viewed on demand at patientsafety.org. Thanks to our podcast sponsor, Aranex, Sildenafil 50mg, and the CIG editors will be back next week with another, no doubt, argumentative edition of the Talking Pharmacy podcast. But for now, from me, Richard Thomas, thanks very much for listening. <laughs>